That's Phil. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. And welcome to the Halloween edition of Talking with T. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to be your host and not a ghost of a spooktacular show that will keep you in the know. It's October 31st, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Willow Smith, the daughter of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, famous explorer Christopher Columbus, rapper Vanilla Ice, and actor John Candy passed away in 1994. As you well know, October 31st is also celebrated as Halloween. Children go trick-or-treating and adults attend costume parties. We listen to spooky stories and watch horror flicks. Halloween is also known as All Hallows' Eve, and it's been traced back about 2,000 years. As it's recorded, there was a salted festival held around November 1st called Samhain, which means summer's end. And it was an annual communal meeting at the end of the harvest year. Now, Samhain was also a time to commune with the dead. It was the day when spirits of the dead would cross over, according to the story, and to the other world. I have provided a link on my webpage under today's show, as well as through social media, that will inform you more about this haunted holiday. I want to thank everyone that has shared pictures of Halloween costumes and decorations. Please keep them coming for the Talking with T Halloween-a-thon. In addition to sharing Halloween photos with me, I want you to look on my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram posts to share your favorite scary movie or your biggest fear. That being said, happy Halloween and be safe. In addition to Halloween, today is also celebrated as National Caramel Apple Day, Girl Scout Founders Day, and National Magic Day. The theme for this month has been Face Your Fears. We have talked about things that strike fear in people. Now, not the traditional ghosts, witches, and goblins that are associated with Halloween, but real fears and phobias. These are real issues, and there are issues that are striking fear in our hearts and disturbing our thoughts. You've been encouraged to face your fears head on, and dig up the courage to confront those things that are barriers to your progress. Now, speaking of fears this month, we have highlighted the scariness of cancer and domestic violence, as October is an awareness month for both. Listeners have shared fears that included everything from dark basements to the thought of losing their sanity. Speaking of fears, this month we have highlighted the scariness of cancer and domestic violence, as October is an awareness month for both. Listeners have shared fears that included everything from dark basements to the thought of losing their sanity. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With T on this Halloween. Real, but still grateful for the life I've been living. Yeah, count your blessings. 
future Cause tomorrow's never promised to you Especially when these youngins would rather rob and shoot you No excuses for the world that we've been living in Right has become wrong and they promote sin And I'm just trying to make a dollar out of 15 And live free and see my dreams manifest into reality Watching my seeds grow old, giving me grandkids Praying they will be a lot smarter than me Mistakes you gotta make, going through Bill's faith And shapes your understanding and it broadens your bandwidth And deepens divine connections So you can hear clear but still clear Of them snakes in the grass, they stay hidden your path They only there to distract from your purpose But just stay focused and notice you can still live free You're inside talking with T. Well, it's time to welcome the know-it-all and quick-witted Professor Jay and our lead investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, to the show as we explore our Monday Minute Quick Bits and Trending News. So I want to start by saying Happy Halloween to the both of you, and I'm guessing that you're getting your candy and treats together for the trick-or-treaters and not sure if you two are in costume or not, but I wanted to at least explore and ask you what you're doing on this Hallow's Eve. Well, as one of the mothers in Zion said over here in Holiness, we don't do Halloween. So my light is off and I'm eating all of these Snickers minis by myself. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) And my light is off too. I will be um, testing all my grandkids' um, candy because they don't get name brand candy. They can keep the generics. And plus, there's no ghosts over here. Only ghosts we have. It's the Holy Ghost. How about that? All right. Well, speaking of that, Pam, you did bring up a point. I do want to encourage people to exercise uh, safety when they're sending their kids out trick-or-treating. In fact, know your area. Preferably go with them, have some responsible adult. Be there with them and don't just drop them off at any old street corner. You know, there are a lot of dangers out there and particularly for those crimes committed against children. Halloween is often a prime time for those types of individuals who are preying on our kids. So I want you to exercise extreme safety when you go out trick-or-treating, if you go out trick-or-treating, or if you're uh, in the land of Jay and Pam and you're not participating in such, then have a good evening as well. And you still be safe for those that may come to your home and get upset if you're not participating. But we're going to jump right into our news, and I want to start by sharing that 20 people were hospitalized with minor injuries after an American Airlines plane caught fire at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport this past Friday. Then I want to jump into this story about the IRS impersonators who have actually stolen millions from the elderly. A reportedly 15,000 people were swindled by a network of call center workers in India, who posed as IRS or other federal agents. And then they used, like, threats of arrest or fines or actually deportation to intimidate the victims. It's also reported that 61 defendants were a part of this scheme and stole more than $300 It's a pretty big number. You know, I don't know how you split what the actual math is. We could look it up when you're trying to divide $300 by 61 people, but they each got quite a bit. Also, there were 28 people across eight states in the U.S. that have been arrested as well. But I always get a little disturbed 
when people come up with these schemes and scams to take care of our elderly because most of them have, you know, worked, made an honest living for a majority of their life. And at this point when they should be able to relax, rest, and enjoy the remaining years, their golden years, they shouldn't have to be worried, you know, all the time about people trying to swindle them. Exactly. And uh, just kind of as an aside, I'm not elderly, but I've had one of those fake IRS agents to actually call my house. And wow. The, yeah, there was a story on the local news here a couple of weeks beforehand uh, that was warning the people in Memphis, you know, to kind of be leery because, first of all, if the IRS is going to ask you to pay money, then they're not going to call you first. They're going to send out something. So I would just admonish anybody to be alert. If you get a call from the IRS, that, from someone saying that he or she is from the IRS, first of all, know that if you've not gotten anything in the mail, then more than likely it's a pretty good chance that this phone call that you're receiving demanding money is, in fact, a fraud. So from my own experience, like I said, um, I had someone to call claiming that she was from the IRS, and given the fact that she had a very thick accent and barely spoke English, that was a definite red flag right there, so she got that good dial tone. Right, and, you know, as a general rule of thumb, let me say this, and, you know, and I encourage my mother to do this because you would be surprised at the number of people that try and particularly call and target the elderly but I would always ask them, well, let me have your phone number so I can call you back. Now, most legitimate calls, legitimate businesses or whatnot will give you a phone number to call them back. If there is any hesitation with that or a problem with you calling them, then, again, that's a big red flag that there's some fraudulent business or activities going on, and you are welcome to hang up. I know people have a problem. They they act like they don't want to hang up on these, even the telemarketers. That's your phone. You do not have to engage in that conversation. So just hang up the phone. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. You get you get two hellos, and if you don't say nothing after that second hello, you get the dial tone. I don't mind. Mm. Well, I know one, somebody called my mother, and I just happened to be over her house, and all I, if it had been on TV, all you would have heard was beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. And they finally hung up on her. I guess they said, I'm going to call the wrong lady. <laughs> so she didn't have to hang up on them. They hung up on her. Yes, they said, Sandra Campbell, we have the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, after all the talk about Russia attacking the Democratic National Committee, they have now been hacked by a Ukrainian group calling themselves the Cyber Hunter. Now, more than a gigabyte of emails and other information was released from the office of one of Vladimir Putin's top aides. Now it seems that she was on the other foot. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm convinced that no information is completely safe once it hits cyberspace. Now, you are correct. And I'm, I'm inclined to agree with one of the memes that I saw on Facebook. You know, while they're doing all this hacking, can we get the Russians to hack into, you know, Sally Mae and the rest of these student loan companies because, you know, I'm not trying to pay them. What you said, what you said, we keep, and you know, we've talked about this a few times. When they took over the federal building, why didn't they take over Sally Mae? Why hasn't anyone been able to figure out 
how to erase the enormous debt that is sitting right there. The Saudi may have a building. You know, I'm wondering if it's some type of alien invasion that's taken over because, I mean, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but I, I'm with you, Jay. If I have to vote for a place to hack, I want Saudi May to be on the top of the list. And to be honest, I don't know too many people, as we say in Memphis, who have paid them just off. So I'm pretty sure that there are thousands of people who are in agreement with me. So any Ukrainians, any Russians who are listening, you know, I ain't saying you need to use your Internet powers to, you know, do what you do, but do what you do. <laughs> All right. Why, without, without a protest and, and riots and everything going on, why us Sally Mae people have never got together and did something about them interest rates and them monthly payments and all that. You, I think we, I think we could take over. I think they would change some stuff if we all got together. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Sally Mae might be like the mob. You know, we don't mess with them too much. <laughs> we, we just try to do the best we can. So our best hopes is for some type of hacking or a mass forgiveness program to go on so that we can start paying down. And let me say this. I understand I value my education. And I understand that I did not have the money at the time to fully pay because, of course, the post-secondary education can be quite expensive. But they had the nerve to send me a bill one time, and without really trying to put all my business out there, the actual bill said that my monthly payment was like eighteen hundred dollars a month, and I See, said, that's the, that's the devil. The devil. <laughs> it's the devil." I said, "Sir, let me just tell you this: when they bury me, it's gonna say here lies Tanisha Baker and Sally May, because <laughs> it's like a never-ending story. You know, it's kind of like KUB or our, in Memphis, whatever your utility service is. You just you never gonna pay them off. Just like Memphis, like all right, robbery." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me move on. Let me move on because I know we can really get into some juicy conversations about this. Um, but while we're talking about emails, it recently came back up in the news about Hillary Clinton's email. And she's called on the FBI to release information in this latest email investigation. So I assume this is in an effort to ease the minds of people who consider her untrustworthy. So the FBI has made a decision to revisit the case. And we'll have to wait and see what comes of this, and it's really a continuing saga as well as we approach Election Day. And I also read that Eric Garner's daughter is upset about one of the leaked emails talking about whether or not to refer to her father's death in a newspaper opinion article about gun violence. And Erica Garner, that's uh, Eric Garner's daughter, disproves of any idea to use her father's death to promote a political viewpoint. She says that they're confusing gun violence with police brutality. And I think I get that. And, of course, she has some emotions involved in that. And I could see her wanting to preserve the sanctity of what happened to her father. I'm just not sure that we want to bring up anything that would turn, you know, voters away from a particular candidate. I'm trying to be as politically as correct as I can and uh, not show any political biases. But, of course, collectively, we have a similar opinion about the lesser of two evils, if that's an okay way to put it. Yeah, I think so. And I, I would – I'm kind of 
uh, on the fence with that whole issue, but I will say that I would advise everyone who lives in an area where early voting is available to go ahead, if you've not done so already, to go ahead and take advantage of early voting because I can already foresee this is, uh, that it's going to be crazy come November 8th. And, right. you know, you want to avoid all of the hassle, all the brouhaha, all the drama, go ahead and cast your ballot now. And I would also advise everybody to make sure that you take a second look at your ballot before you cast it, because in some cities, Memphis included, there have been some uh, some discrepancies when people get ready to cast their ballots where the ballot is actually showing that they voted for another candidate when, in fact, they voted for uh, someone else. So go ahead and early vote if you've not done so already. Make sure that you take a good second look at your ballot before you hit the cast ballot button and, you know, exercise your right to vote. Again, if if you're registered to vote, this is indeed the time to do it because this is one of the most crucial elections in the history of our country. So that's my little right. soapbox. All right. <laughs> that's my little soapbox. All right. Well, before we end our time together on this Halloween, I do want to share a couple of stories that fall right into our crazy chronicles. And the first story is about a woman who is suing Kentucky Fried Chicken, saying that the bucket of chicken she got at her local KFC wasn't as, quote, big and bountiful as the one she had seen on TV. So this lady has decided to sue Kentucky Fried Chicken because she paid $20 now for what's called a family fill-up deal, expecting a basket of fried chicken like the one she saw on TV. And instead, I guess she got less than what she expected. But she's suing KFC, wait for it, $20 million. Now wait. First of all, <laughs> per chicken, per piece of chicken. Probably. Right. But first, of all, first of all, she should have known that number one, when she goes to her KFC at the corner of Third and whatever street, that it is not <laughs> going to look like the bucket of KFC on TV. Now, as we were talking earlier in the week, when we were getting ready for the show. I was wondering if people still went to. Actually went to KFC because I thought that, you know, we had moved beyond that and we were going to Popeyes and Bojangles now. We had come up with our chicken. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. And then this is, a, this is coming from a fried chicken connoisseur. So, you know, she can't really sue Colonel Sanders for false advertising. I mean, really? Really, chicken? Yeah. You mad for what? <laughs> mad for 20, $20 million at that. $20 right. million. Dollars. I mean, I can see if she said, right, I can see if she said, I want my money back. You know what I mean? And maybe it was a misprint in the papers. Maybe she said, I'm suing for $20 and the attorneys or the court clerk or whatever accidentally wrote down $20 million. But that's what hit the media. That's $20 million. $1 million per piece of chicken. I bet she Mm. just changed the chicken around. It would have been overflowing. See, she probably they probably put the they probably put the breast and the short thighs on the bottom, and that she, they should have put the big pieces on the top. So that right, was like the point. And what's the other word? Bountiful. Yes, yes. Bless her heart. And was and was the chicken fried in old grease? Now, I mean, if it was fried in now, old that, grease, 
she might she might have a, a slight bit of a case, but not twenty million dollars worth. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I have another story in the Crazy Chronicles, and it's about a woman that found a beautician on Craigslist. Jessica Mahicha contacted Miriam Simpson for some hair extensions. Who these oh, names? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the story out, Jay. <laughs> uh, so, you said some hair extensions. Yes. That's not be stereotypical. Now, first of all, let me pause. We're going to put a pin in that because you're not going to keep hating on hair extensions, Jay. I ain't hating on hair extensions. I, I just saw a lace front like last week, and we still saw <laughs> a lace front in 2016. Oh, okay then. All right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Simpson, all right, is the beautician, and she went to Mahicha's apartment to provide the service. And the two women started arguing because Mahicha was not pleased with the services. Now, the police report that Simpson... Hold up. Okay. Stop, stop. She went to the what? I'll, I'll get to that. Yes, she went to her apartment. Okay. Bam. So, so, so let me get it straight. She found her on Craigslist, and mm-hmm. she didn't even have a salon. She came to her house with the stuff. Okay. It's already, mm-hmm. already going downhill. Just go ahead and finish. Carry on. Okay. So the police report that Simpson assaulted Mahicha and then pepper sprayed her. So she's now been charged with aggravated assault. So like the both of you, you know, I had some questions. One, I didn't realize that Craigslist was such a good source for a beautician or her extension. And then I was thinking, how are you just going to let some stranger into your house? Right. Well, now. You know, uh, Craigslist is good for anything that you need. Whatever you want, you can find on Craigslist. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, you still got some folks that have not come up from the, the kitchen hairdos. Um, you know, they don't really want to go and get their cosmetology licenses for whatever reason. I just want to know, you know, here's my thing. Working in a place where hair extensions are the raise, Mm-hmm. Did old girl buy the extensions herself, or did she go to the apartment and Miss Mahika, I guess that's her name, did she already mm-hmm. have the extensions? What I mean, what actually, really? uh, I think that was the problem. She didn't like the hair extensions, so I don't know if it was so much of the hairstyle. I don't even know if they got that far. I think they started arguing because she came over with the hair extensions and she didn't like them. Okay, yeah, look. Unless you know the folk, unless you know the folk, stay out these kitchens for months. Mm-hmm. And definitely don't let them in your kitchen. Sure. You know, I don't know if she ever heard of Stranger Danger, but anyway, I, I guess, you know, there have been a lot of cases of some Craigslist cards, and they it might be minimal in comparison to everybody that actually uses it, but there have been enough for people to be more careful when they're dealing with um, suppliers or services or anybody, especially if they're meeting them and they found them on Craigslist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hair extensions, let me tell you what happened yesterday at my church's fall festival. I'm leaving with a young lady of mine, and there's a man that goes to my church. He dresses um, up all the time. He got real curly hair. I don't know his name, but he came up to me, and he knew my name. He was like, hi, Pam, how you doing? Gave me a hug. Asked him, did I want a water? Gave me a water. And then he says, your weave looks good. And I thought he was talking about the young lady I was with because she had some of her hair 
And we looked. He said, no, your sewing looks good. I said, this is my hair. He proceeds to tap me on top of my head and pull my hair to see what? If, it was, if it was really my Wait. Whoa. You know the man I'm talking about. Yeah, I do know who you're talking about, and I can actually see that happening. But, you know, I saw you today, and your hair is on sleep now. There's no doubt about it. But anybody that knows you knows that your hair has the capability of having the appearance that it had today. But, I I mean, I know the guy you're talking about, but, I mean, hitting somebody on the head and looking for tracks, that's really taking it to a whole nother level. Yeah, he tapped me on top of my head like I was a kid and pulled it, like, trying to see. He said, where that is yours? I was thinking, if you don't go on, he, he's very glad I was in front of the church because I was going to get that little old man to business. No, oh, oh, you know what? God, God we going to do this. We're going to do this. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this bit. And as always, I, as well as the listeners, enjoy our time with Professor J and P.I. Pam, and I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week, and definitely can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, now. For announcements and events related to the Knoxville, Tennessee listing area, check out www.thevillageofknox.com, the place for positive community outreach. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call may actually be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is area code 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Once you call, you'll receive instructions on how to proceed. Also, Make note that I am still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is impossible to highlight all that goes on in the news, but I try my best to make daily posts on all of my social media outlets to keep you informed. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. New shows drop each Monday. And don't forget to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Fight your fears and you'll be in a battle forever. Face your fears and you'll be free forever. Lucas Jonkman. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.